What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Micro Famous. We're talking about should you shorten up your average episode? Uh, this is a question that I actually just got the other day with a new client, and I've started to hear it come up a little bit more often. And I think we're all looking at um, you know a couple of interesting things going on. You've got Joe Rogan, who seems to be the expression that proves the rule. You know, for every three-hour episode of Rogan, there's a podcast that is shortening up their average episode, and and rightfully so, I think. So you've got both of those things going on at the same time. You've got Rogan going super long, and then you. You've got most other podcasts going the opposite direction. So I think we're going on something like 10 plus years of long form interview podcasts. Uh, one of my friends and longtime clients, Doran Aldana, he's a mortgage coach. Uh, he started a podcast uh, like well before I got into the space, just kind of uh, experimenting with it back in like 09. That was 13 years ago already. So uh, of course, he then came back with us and, and jumped on board when I started producing podcasts around 2016. And we've produced his shows ever since. Uh, so we've we've had these interview podcasts for a long time, right? It's it, there there is no shortage anymore of that kind of format. So the format itself, you know, the kind of long form interview format, uh, that format is no longer as rare and valuable as it once was. So to make that work and to have uh, shows that take off and be successful and all this stuff, you, you're either your topic must be incredibly rare and valuable or it's time to shorten up your average episode to deal with the attention spans that are going down. So I wanted to give you a few tips on how to do that because uh, not everybody is going to be uh, immediately comfortable, I guess, with uh, with shorter, uh, shorter episodes. Uh, in fact, some of my clients have actually specifically said, hey, I have a hard time. What tips do you have for you know keeping guests to uh, you know a certain time frame or in like helping them shorten up uh, you know in my own solo episodes how can I get shorter just things like that so I wanted to give you some some tips to shorten up your average episode and I'm going to start with guest episodes first since those are the ones that tend to run the longest right so the first tip I have for you is to set expectations before you even hit the record button right I let my guests know that my goal is to have a fun fast paced you know. 30-minute chat that covers a few compelling topics. And that's that's for the longer form shows that I run, where the average length of the show is like, you know, 35 to 40 minutes. I let them know it's going to be 30 minutes. Um, over on uh, the one book that changed my life, which is kind of a, a new newer side project that I'm doing, those conversations are more like 15. And like, I want them to be short, hard-hitting, impactful, focused on just a couple of core ideas, a little bit of their story, and then we get out of there. So I let the guests know that that's the expectation. So they know it's going to be short and fast-paced, right? So in other words, I spend enough time before hitting record that I know roughly what topics we're going to start with, and I can tease them for the audience right away, and the guest knows how how the pacing is going to go. Now, if I spot you know juicier or more interesting topics as we get into the conversation, I might go off on a tangent, but I try not to cram too many different topics in. That's where you get into those 45, 55, 60-minute conversations. Yeah, I remember being a guest on a podcast a couple of years ago, and we were recording within five minutes of jumping on Zoom together. And it, it was really quick. Like we got into recording really, really quickly. <clears throat> and the idea was, oh, we'll record for 55 minutes, like 55 out of the, you know, out of the 60 minutes we had on the books. And as a guest, it just feels super weird. You have no idea where you stand. You don't even know if that podcaster likes you or, or how much that time they spent uh, prepping for your, your conversation and things like that. So don't do that to your guests. Uh, help them get comfortable, 
spend a little time with them before you hit record, set good expectations. That way guests don't feel like they're flying blind. They, they know what the expectations are. They know what you're looking for. They know whether they should speed their pacing up or slow things down and be more relaxed. And they just kind of, you know, it gives them a sense of security of, of knowing what you want because obviously most guests want to give you what you want, right? They want it to be a great show. They want you to enjoy yourself. They want, they want the product to be something that you're proud to promote to your audience. So no guest wants to show up and just give you something that doesn't, doesn't end up being a good episode. So tell them what a good episode is, and they're going to help you deliver that. So as you try to shorten up your average episode, just let them know, hey, we're going for about a 30 minute, you know, 25 to 30 minute conversation. We only want to talk about, you know, two to three really good juicy topics. Let's, let's chat a little bit. Let's see what those topics might be. And let's nail those down first before we hit record. And every guest is going to go, oh, that sounds great. Right. So that's my first tip. My second tip is to open strong, open your episode strong. What do I mean by that? Well, one thing that keeps your average episode long is asking the guest about their background too soon. And this invitation to share their background, it actually slows down the pace. And people just kind of naturally tend to start at the very beginning of their story, right? We've all heard it. It's like, well, it, it all started on a dark and stormy night at the hospital in 19 and 57. And I was a strapping 11 pound, four ounce baby boy. And I took my kind of, it's like, nobody wants that, <clears throat> right? Think of, um, I was thinking about this the other day when I was working on this episode, uh, Bond movies are a great example, right? Of course, like in every movie, there's still good story structure, but in setting up the beginning, they don't start with the boring part. Like Bond movies start with an action scene that sets up the beginning. You know, it might be like a tail end of like a previous adventure that's coming in, or it might set up, you know, the story to begin with where, you know, the big reveal sets up, you know, it raises the stakes, right? You thought you were doing this one thing, but after this action scene, you get to the end of it and you realize, oh, this is a completely different thing. And then that becomes the plot of the movie. Either way, like you want to start with an action scene, right? And then you kind of reset, slow down, go back to the beginning. So depending on what kind of podcast you're running, you can start strong in a couple of different ways. If you're like most of our clients where you're running a business podcast where people expect, you know, actionable tips or tactics or things like that, start with that. That's how you start strong. Invite the guest to share something actionable as soon as possible. Uh, that's what I do with shows like Real Estate Uncensored and all the real estate shows that I started back in 2015 and 16. I always got the guest and I would prompt them to start with something super tactical and actionable within the first five to six minutes of the show, especially when we were doing a lot of episodes live because I wanted to hook that audience. I wanted the guest to give value and build their credibility with something really unique and tactical right off the bat so that people would care about them to know their story. Like I've, I, you know, I see comments and people say, yeah, but I don't care about what you have to say until, until I hear your story. I just don't buy it. If you're, if you're forced to sit down and listen to somebody, yes, it would be great if they told their story first before they gave you advice. But in a world of choice, where you are one little button click or one scroll away from a from you know bouncing from one one episode to another as soon as a guest slows down to tell their background unless they can deliver it really really well you're probably going to lose people at that point so why let them start out with that make them start with something small and tactical now if you run a podcast that's more focused on inspiring stories for example then you start with a question about one specific anecdote from their life. And this is something you'd want to go over with them in the pre-show, right? Before you hit record. Something that will hook the audience's attention, 
build the guest credibility and set up the audience to be interested in hearing the rest of their story, right? So maybe jump into something that's an anecdote from the middle of your guest story and then then say, okay, now let's go back. Let's fill in some detail. Tell me how you got to that point, right? That way you hook the audience with some action first, like an action scene in the Bond movie. And then you go back and you say, okay, set the scene for me. How, what led you to that point? And then you move on from there. So you always want to manage the guest's expectations and help them start strong. That's going to go a long way towards producing fast-paced guest episodes that hold your audience's attention all the way through. And that brings me to my last tip on shortening up your average episode, and that's to publish solo episodes, just you talking directly to your audience. Uh, in the weekly podcast formula that we encourage our clients to run, in most cases, uh, outside of some very specific instances, we advise a couple of guest episodes a month with people that are kind of like outside your network, fellow influencers, big names, stuff like that. Uh, and one to two, one to two solo episodes a month, and then sprinkling in like client successful client success stories, like having a client on for them to share the story of their transformation uh, of working with you or taking your program or buying your book or whatever. Right. So a couple of big guests, uh, maybe one successful client a month, and then fill in the rest with solo episodes. Uh, I'm a big advocate, a big champion of solo episodes. At one point, this micro famous podcast you're listening to was all solo episodes. It was nothing but me teaching and sharing what I'm learning and what I know and what we're doing with clients. Uh, I'm mixing it up more now. In fact, I've got three guest episodes in the pipeline that will come out over the next six weeks. So it'll be like every other. But I'm encouraging all my clients to include at least one, maybe even two solo episodes per month, every month. It's just part of my weekly podcast formula. Uh, if you're in coaching or consulting, <clears throat> you are selling you. In order to sell access and proximity to you, your audience has to trust you and come around to the way that you see the world, right? That's your point of view. Uh, they have to agree with that point of view in order to really you know, want to take a step closer to you and pay for access and proximity to you. Yeah, they can get some of that point of view from your conversations with guests. And some of my clients are really good at uh, you know, shoehorning their 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 views and their opinions into the flow of a conversation with a guest, but that doesn't come naturally to everyone. Um, your solo episodes are where there is no distraction, there is nobody else to put the spotlight on. It's just you talking to the audience, delivering your message. Uh, the example that I give in the micro famous book of kind of this phenomenon is Barbara Walters. You know, Barbara Walters is a very skilled interview and a journalist. Uh, but I don't know what she actually believes about the world. I really know nothing about Barbara Walters' point of view. I have no idea whether she even likes her guests, right? All she is is a vehicle for their story, and her job is to shine the spotlight on the guest. Her job is to pull something out of them that's compelling and interesting to the audience, maybe even something the guest didn't plan to share at all. Now, if your ambition is to be a skilled interviewer, by all means, do that. You know, um, it works great for folks like uh, Tim Ferriss, Lewis Howes, Jordan Harbinger, people like that, right? They're, they are not selling coaching. They are not selling consulting. Uh, they are building the biggest possible audience off of the biggest names and most compelling names that they can find. And then they're selling low-priced products for the most part, like books and stuff like that. And then Jordan Harbinger is mostly selling uh, advertising. I don't even think he really pushes books. Uh, he does sponsorships and stuff like that. So their their goal is completely different, right? If you're if you're selling coaching, you're consulting. If you're you know if you have programs and courses and stuff like that, becoming a more skilled interviewer isn't going to get people clamoring for your coaching, your consulting, or your programs, or your courses, right? That only comes when people get to know, like, and trust you. So how does this tie into the length of your episodes? Well, solo episodes put you in complete control where you can dictate the overall length. 
Some of my clients will naturally do a solo episode in 10 to 12 minutes. Others will flow for around 25 minutes without even thinking about it. I like to see solo episodes clock in at around 12 to 15 minutes, uh, almost long enough for a standard commute, which is 22 minutes, um, but it's also short enough for a quick trip to the grocery store and back. Uh, to do this myself, whenever I prep for a solo episode, like what I'm recording uh, this morning, uh, I write out no more than three bullet points. You know, you allow a couple of minutes for intros and outros, you know, uh, three to four minutes per bullet point, and then you're out, right? That's my perspective on solo episodes. So get those around 12 to 15 minutes, and that's going to pull the average time for your podcast episode down. <clears throat> and then if you're pulling your guest episodes down, kind of in that 30 to 35 minute range, that's where I'd like to see most people clock in with their episodes now. 12 to 15 minutes for solo episodes, 30 to 35-ish uh, for their guest episodes, and focusing uh, a little bit more on the prep behind the scenes or, or before you hit record with a guest to set those expectations. That way they know going in, that's what you're going for, 30 to 35-ish minutes, right? So as attention spans keep on getting shorter, even long form uh, formats like podcasting aren't immune to that change. We have to adjust with the times. And I'm seeing examples like uh, Lewis Howell is doing mailbag episodes to Blinkist running these um, shortcast episodes that are like 15 minute highlights of longer episodes. Um, one of my favorites is PFF NFL Daily, which runs about 10 minutes. That's a whole like... Um, it's not fantasy football. It's like more like a GM's approach to a football team. Uh, and then you've got Seth Godin, who's one of my favorites. Um, and he runs his Akimbo podcast, which runs around 25-ish minutes, sometimes longer. Uh, speaking of Akimbo, I used to listen quite often. And then it kind of fell off my radar. Now, why is that? Because I'm a huge Seth Godin fan. Why would I stop listening to his podcast? And it's because my podcast listening time is limited. And his podcast episodes take too long to get to the point. Um, it may be a valuable point but I don't have a 25 minute commute like some of his audience does. You know, Seth Godin does a lot of work in the corporate world. And so a lot of the people that listen to Seth Godin have that commute into the office. Um, obviously, you know, things over the last couple of years disrupted that, but uh, Akimbo was launched before that anyway. So it was kind of launched, I would say, for those people in mind. It, it, he kind of hits at that average commute time. Um, but I work from home. So do a lot of other you know, entrepreneurs in, in our space. And so my average time in the car is under 10 minutes, just kind of tooling around like my little beach uh, city in San Diego, going to the grocery store, going to the coffee shop, going to happy hour or something like that, right? I don't have a 25-minute commute. So guess what? His podcast fell off my radar. If he shortened his episodes and, and sped up the pacing, uh, maybe cut back on the content to just the most compelling parts of the stories that he wanted to share that make his points, I'd listen to every episode. So format matters, even for the biggest names, right? Even for the biggest, biggest names out there, the format matters. How long you go, how, what just what the format of your show is, how much attention you expect people to pay in order to get to the point, um, that all matters. It all goes into the equation. So my, my advice is take those three tips, shorten up your average episodes, do your best to get right into the meat of it, like hit people, start strong, keep your guests on track, keep them sharing the things that are the most compelling and juicy. When you go to record a solo episode, don't worry about doing more than a few bullet points. Don't do the five tips to this or the seven steps to that. Just go three bullet points. By the time you get into it and out of it, you'll probably find you've gone 15 minutes and it's time to get out of Dodge. So thanks for listening. Appreciate a review, and um, I just uh, just had a consulting client drop off. So if you are at the point of working on where you want to get clarity on your idea, maybe you want to work and make sure that your idea for your business or, uh, or for your podcast is razor sharp clear, 
ultra compelling to the right people and you just don't feel like it's there yet and you want some help going through that process, it's something I can potentially help with, just reach out and we can jump on a call and see if we're a good fit. And of course, if you want to launch a podcast like this, that's what my agency does. We have a whole done for you service where we book the guests for you all the way to the end of the process where we promote the show on email, social media, and help the guests promote it as well. So if that's of interest, there'll be links around this podcast where you can just uh, go to our website, grab a 15 minute brainstorm call to learn more about that and just see if you have a good podcast idea and if we're good fit and all that fun stuff. With that being said, thank you so much again for listening. We'll see you on the next episode of Microfamous.